According to a new report, White House staffers believe that President Biden's handling of the war in Ukraine and the Hamas attack on Israel could define his legacy. Said Biden, oh good, so not the bike thing? Hey, I guess that means the writer's strike is over now that they have all those hilarious jokes back online on late night TV. Video of Joe Biden falling over on his bike like, um, you know, weekend at Bernie's. You know the video. Well, happy, happy Wednesday to you and welcome back once again. It is a mad, 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 mad world out there. Thanks to uh, the left and radical Islam, but uh, what's the difference? A lot of overlap there. Democrats in the House of Representatives yesterday, many of them asked whether they approve of uh, their fellow Democrat House member Rashida Tlaib having the Palestinian flag outside of her office while this genocidal massacre of the Jewish people is ongoing. And all the Democrats are fine with it. Tomorrow is a day of resistance against the Jews and Israel on college campuses across America. It's uh, being sponsored and organized by an extremist, radical uh, Islamist group. And, uh, and uh, you know, of course, the socialists uh, like Bernie Sanders and the gang. No sense of irony, these people. Pretty extraordinary Democrat Party we have right now. They're not on the side of civilization. They're not on the side of Israel. And they're not on the side of the United States of America. That's uh, that's your Democrat Party today. If you're a Democrat, uh, I, I know you don't feel the need to explain anything. You don't have to explain anything because you're the left, because you're Democrats. And to whom would you have to explain anything, after all? Uh, extraordinary stuff. And uh, the Democrat Party, I asked yesterday, who's a greater threat to civilization? Is it the Islamists in their many forms around the world or the left in uh, their uniform around the world? And uh, it is an interesting question that I think we're going to have to keep in mind going forward because of so much lunacy from, from the left. You know, the murders, the carjackings, the looting, the crime wave, the pro-crime prosecutors and mayors and city councils getting people murdered, mostly people of color, around the country, and they could care less. Who speaks for them? Well, no one speaks for them. I speak for them more than the Reverend Al Charlatan speaks for them. Where's Jesse Jackson when you need him? Honestly, the uh, the mayhem across the country, which is Democrat Party inflicted just to the you know 99% uh, percent degree, but... Uh, Pay no attention to that. And then, of course, the uh, Democrats and the left, they're on the side of Hamas all over the place, which is a radical Islamic jihadi terrorist group made up of bloodthirsty and blood-drenched ghouls from a medieval hell that slither out of cracks in the earth to behead babies and kill Holocaust survivors and murder children in front of their parents and parents in front of their children, dismembering people, raping people. You know, uh, you can see why the Democrats could get their shoulder behind this effort can't you? So uh, we've got that. And and I've got a, uh, there was a woman on the television this morning coming live from Israel and her family has been kidnapped by the troglodytes. And she pointed out something that is starkly and obviously true. And that is that these animals, and I, you know, I need to stop using that word because animals are not as guilty as, the, as these savages. 
animals kill with purpose and out of necessity. They don't uh, do it like these savages uh, commit murder. And so uh, a nice woman whose family has been kidnapped and many families have been kidnapped and many family members are out there uh, trying to get the attention of uh, anyone, someone, uh, the world has already turned against Israel. The American news media has turned against Israel. But the nice woman on the television this morning coming uh, live from Israel, and she was crying. She's very upset. And uh, she said something very true that we should all tuck away and have at the ready. These people don't want a two-state solution. They want a final solution. And that sums it up quite succinctly, I think. These are genocidal madmen, and uh, there is no rehabilitation for these savages. And again, I won't insult wild animals by calling these savages animals because they are well beneath anything that you find in the animal kingdom. So uh, also the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, was aboard a U.S. government airplane yesterday, and, and he did say, I believe I heard this correctly, that we are now uh, sending our special operations troops into theater, uh, and that means uh, uh, SEALs and uh, U.S. Army, probably SEAL Team 6 and and uh, what we call Delta Force out of the Army, even though it has a different name now. And so our, our Tier 1 operators are being flowed into the AOR. That's uh, all kinds of Washington talk there the area of responsibility, and they're uh, being moved into the region for hostage rescue uh, and working with the Israelis, which are our Tier 1 special operators do quite well. So the Special Operations Command out of uh, Tampa, Florida, uh, moving assets into uh, the region, and and, and there it's going to be Israel or aboard ships, uh, so that um, our Tier 1 people can take action. But that means that uh, on a, a, a limited level, uh, we're going to have, and uh, sooner rather than later, we're going to have our our troops, our units in there um, pulling triggers. And, and uh, that changes things a bit. But if you want to rescue these people, and the Israelis have great uh, special operators as well, of course, but now we're looking at, according to Lloyd Austin, U.S. troops being in there where it's hot. And uh, that changes things a tick. We also have the uh, USS Gerald Ford aircraft carrier and the Gerald Ford aircraft carrier battle group heading into the the uh, region as well. They're going to be close enough to the shore of uh, Israel to take action if needed. We're uh, also moving Air Force assets in F-15s, F-16s, F-35s and A-10 warthogs, uh, and uh, the A-10s are for ground attack, generally to provide support to ground troops by uh, ripping up the soil around the bad guys and uh, and uh, raining hell down upon the bad guys. Uh, I haven't seen anything about AC-130 gunships going in yet, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if we moved a couple of those into the region. They can level your building with one lazy circle uh, uh, wrapping around. And uh, so we're talking about significant U.S. military assets, the Air Force going in with F-15s, F-16s, A-10 Warthogs, probably other things, uh, intelligence aircraft as well that can uh, watch what's going on down at ground level, and an aircraft carrier battle group with the uh, 
the Gerald Ford, the aircraft carrier, bringing about 100 aircraft between strike aircraft and, uh, and helicopters, uh, also can be used as a platform for special operations forces. We're going to have uh, a number of uh, guided missile cruisers and destroyers that can fire all kinds of, of hell onto the, the troglodytes. Um, and, um, you know, cruise missiles and a whole lot of other things and, and anti-air defenses. And let me also say this, you know, the, the aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald Ford, is a huge target. And for the troglodytes from hell, it is a prized target. And, and look for them to uh, strike at the U.S. in an effort to draw us more deeply into their savagery. And uh, the uh, best way to do that would be to take a shot at the USS Gerald Ford, which has many very capable defenses um, uh, aboard the ship and on the surrounding ships to shoot down missiles and so on. But you may have noticed that the, the troglodytes have fired thousands and thousands of missiles at Israeli civilians. And uh, I, I think that they're, they're sinister enough and devious enough to recognize even before they they pulled the trigger on this whole operation that the U.S. would send, uh, in all probability, an aircraft carrier battle group into the region, and they would want to take a shot at uh, the aircraft carrier in particular. So we got to keep an eye on all that as uh, Lunch Bucket Joe, who was sold to us as an expert in foreign policy, right? And uh, where's Tara Reid, anyway, uh, who was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden and the news media hit her in the back of the head with a shovel and uh, buried that buried that story. Um, but Joe Biden finally came out of hiding yesterday, and that means uh, six more weeks of war, I think. Our groundhog president finally emerged and uh, came out and did not mention Iran yesterday and did not take any questions from the boot-licking reporters who were just looking to fluff him with the exception of one or two reporters in the room, uh, maybe two or three on a good day. And uh, if only we had a fourth estate, a legitimate free and fair press in the United States of America, everything would be different. But Joe Biden's administration continues to spiral. And um, I was when people say spiral downward. What other way do you spiral? Do you spiral upward? Do you sp- you know, I mean, you can. You can do corkscrews if you're like a stunt plane flyer or something, but that's not what we're talking about. Spire, we're talking about going down the drain. And under Joe Biden, the whole world, certainly the free world, is going down the drain. Uh, Iran is thriving. Russia is thriving. China is thriving. That's the axis of evil uh, today. And they're all thriving under Joe Biden. But the free world is definitely not thriving. And Israel, representing the f- free world here, Uh, and the only really civilized nation in that region of the world, the Middle East, and and the Democrats uh, across the board have abandoned Israel and have hitched their wagon to the baby-decapitating, Holocaust survivor-murdering, family-kidnapping savages of radical Islamic jihad. They've got a lot in common with the left. They honestly do. A history of brutal and savage mass murder uh, and ruthlessness that um, that you know you, you've seen throughout human history, but I didn't expect the Democrat Party to become of that death machine, become a part of the death machine. Now they they got their uh, tens of millions of abortions here in the 
of course, the the uh, harvest of the organs, which the Democrat Party loves, and then they lie about it sometimes, but they lie about a lot of things. And we've got Rashida Tlaib, Democrat congresswoman from Michigan with the Palestinian flag outside of her office. Yesterday, a number of Democrat members of Congress asked whether they approve of that, and they all approve of that because, you know, and uh, again, I mentioned very briefly that tomorrow on college campuses across America, the left is rallying support for the terrorists. And on college campuses across the United States of America, the Democrats are having their We Love Terrorists rallies and they're they're anti-Semites. And in fact, if you hitch your wagon in any way to Hamas or any of their affiliates, you are a genocidal anti-Semite, Sig Heil, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, uh, not seeing it the way that, uh, see, I, went, I worked a Nazi in there, for not seeing it the way Western civilization does. Uh, but, you know, if you're, they love to call everybody Nazis because it's a slur that they throw about. It's like homophobe, you know, you have an irrational fear of homosexual people, which uh, almost nobody on the planet does. But, but if any people do, well, they're with Hamas and uh, they'll throw you off a rooftop and kill you with your hands tied behind your back, but pay no attention to that. The Democrats are with Hamas nonetheless. In fact, there's this really absurd picture that my friend Matthew Foldy posted uh, earlier this year at Rashida Tlaib's office. She had a six-foot Palestinian flag. You know, she's a Palestinian, which is not an ethnic group, by the way. There is no group of people called Palestinians. They're Arabs that uh, lived in what was, you know, then the Palestinian protectorate after the Socialist Workers' Party in Germany tried to exterminate the entire Jewish race, uh, then, uh, you know, uh, the United Nations, which now hates Israel, uh, said, hey, let's create a state of Israel, a Jewish state, where they've got roots that go back to Moses and before. Uh, Jesus, anybody? You know, a couple of uh, times. But now they're, they're like, oh, you're the invading army. Yeah, we invaded it like 6,000 years B.C. That's, uh, that's when we invaded uh, the place called Israel. But, uh, but never mind that. And Rashida Tlaib had a Palestinian flag, my friend Matthew Foldy's photograph, a Palestinian flag and the rainbow flag, the gay flag, right? Which makes a lot of sense since they murder anybody that would wave a rainbow flag. And if that makes sense to you, then you must be a moron like Rashida Tlaib. Yeah, the Palestinian flag and a gay flag. The Palestinian flag and a rainbow flag. Sure, yeah. Go there. They'll hang you from a crane, and everybody will chant Allo Akbar. And uh, then wave your uh, rainbow flag. I, I think I'll leave my friend rainbow flag at home this time. But that's your Democrat Party. So uh, when and why did the Democrat Party, you know, they gave us all of our terrorist organizations, too, the White Knights of the KKK Democrat Party organization, Nathan Bedford Forrest, big Democrat Party leader, they gave us the Students for a Democratic Society and the Weather, the Weathermen, and then the Weather Underground, uh, the uh, SLA, Symbionese Liberation Army, kidnapped Patty Hearst. These are all left-wing groups. They're all terrorist groups. And then, you know, like William Ayers and Bernardine Dorn, you make friends like Barack Obama, and you get tenure at a major American university because the left. We are at 888-630-9625.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Ah, yes, the crazy people are on the loose, and and here we call them Democrats. They're organizing against Israel. I, uh... I want to go to the telephones now. Today is mailbag day also. I have my mailbag questions in front of me as well. It's it's hump day in the Clinton household. Uh, we are at 888-630-9625. Let us go to Jason calling from Kensington, Maryland. Jason, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good day, Chris. How you going, mate? I'm great. How about you? Oh, not bad. I had a bit of a rough, rough spot of health, but I'm fighting back now. But, um... Yeah, this thing in Australia that's going on at the Sydney Opera House with all the troglodytes that are sitting in front of the, the Opera House. I mean, the problem is, is like the only arrests that were made were made on the two Israeli guys that had their flag out. Yet these guys are out there on the steps of the Opera House, which is sort of our main spot, yelling, you know, death to Jews and gas to Jews, whatever. But none of them, I mean, seem to be arrested. So it sort of shows you what direction my uh, former country's going, and it's it's almost like the... Um, I'm guarantee if someone was out there a couple of years ago protesting about mandates, they would have been hauled in straight away. Um, about vaccine mandates, they were... Because the Australian government has been taken over by anti-Western lefties as well? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's pretty much a mirror image of what... Pretty much what you see in the news here happens about two weeks later there exactly. I mean, it's, it's almost like the... Um, it's it's kind of weird, really. It's almost exactly the same stories appear there two weeks later. Um, and you say when they were chanting "gas the Jews" uh, and um, and "f the Jews" at the Sydney Opera House or with the Opera House in the background, two people were arrested, and they were uh, both carrying Israeli flags. They were the pro-Israel people, and they were the only ones arrested. That's what you're telling me. Exactly, and they were, there, they were there for their protection, they said. That's what they told them, the police yeah. told them anyway. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, perfect. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Yes. Ah, the Democrat Party, Hamas. What's the difference? A lot of overlap these days. Not just Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, but their primary offenders, to be sure. 
the rest of the Democrat Party in cahoots, in league with the bad guys, with the killers, with uh, the the decapitators of babies. The the Democrat Party, I, uh, I'm not sure they know the difference between right and wrong anymore, between the darkness and the light, between good and evil. They've been edging their way toward evil for so long now that they may have finally reached their destination. They may have arrived. And uh, I've been saying for years, correctly and truthfully, that they are not on our side. And just in case there's any question about that, our our key ally, the uh, only truly civilized government nation in that region of the world, um, the Democrat Party has gone over to the other side on them. They really have. And uh, again, not just Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar and AOC put out a phony little statement. Oh, I'm, I like good things and not bad. But we were just talking about, uh, just talking to our friend Jason, who is, you may have noticed, from Australia, which is not only another country altogether, but another continent. And uh, it's its own continent and country. It's the only one in the world that's a single country and a continent at the same time. And it's a great place, of course. Let's go to soundbite number 22, uh, Jeff. Jeff Wolf is in today for Michael Piercy, who's working, but he's working from home. at school complications and things. You know, the liberals, they just change the schedule on uh, the parents just, just like that. They say, oh, school no longer starts at, you know, 9 a.m. Today it starts at noon. Uh, I'm sorry, what? And, oh, and tomorrow, too. But what do I do about my work schedule and how I get to work? And uh, we don't care because, you know, we're the left also. Besides, when your kid gets here, we're going to uh, make sure that he's suffering from gender dysphoria by the time he gets to third grade. Did I say he? I know it's your daughter. But that's your Democrat Party, too. Then they, you know, and they, they got a field trip. They got a, they had, that's a Washington, D.C. high school. They got a field trip. They're going to go loot the CVS. All the kids, they're going to take buses down and go loot the CVS, take everything off the shelf. They're going to give the kids big bags, black, uh, you know, 50-gallon hefty bags. They like to do that. All right, let's go to soundbite number 22 because Jason and I were just talking about this, and Jason, Jason, um, Australian, here's the uh, story from The Guardian. Sydney, Sydney Opera House rally, colon, they love their colons, Police defend arrest of man carrying Israeli flag amid outrage over anti-Semitic chants. So you have troglodytes in Australia who should be deported because their worldview and their culture and their values are not compatible with Western civilization. And they, they should therefore be expelled from the country. Now, this is not, you know, like every Muslim or every whatever but if you're down here with a uh, Palestinian flag chanting, well, let's go to one of the chants here because here they are outside the Sydney Opera House chanting. It's a little, a little Holocaust reference. They're chanting, a uh, large group of them, gas the Jews. You know, gas the Jews because Auschwitz and Zyklon B and the Nazis and the Final Solution and all of that. So here are the undemocratic anti-Western uh, barbarians that uh, rallied in downtown Sydney and marched to the Opera House so they could chant, Gas the Jews. Gas the Jews! 
Everybody's having fun. They're having a good time. Gas the Jews. And, of course, this is not a month ago. This is while a great many Jews are being targeted and murdered by the barbarians, by the savages, and um, decapitated babies, decapitated soldiers, uh, kidnapped women being brutally assaulted and... um, bound and dragged for more abuse until death, kidnapping families, uh, killing, butchering, slaughtering, mutilating. uh, And, uh, you know, if you don't know which side you're on, then you're the bad guy. See how this works? And this is a, you know, this is Western civilization under assault. So there's gas to juice. Now, the story here is that police say man's presence. There was one man with an Israeli flag and he was arrested. Police say man's presence at rally was risk to his safety. Well, he's the one you're supposed to protect. See, see how Western civilization works? Here, here how is how any civilization works, but really Western civilization is, is about it. We are the crown jewel of civilization in the history of the world. And the left, you know, they are barbarians just like the, uh, the savages. But police say the man's presence at the rally was a risk to his safety as questions raised over why Jewish community was warned to stay away from the city, the city center. If it's too dangerous in downtown Sydney, Australia, for Jewish people to walk, then it's time to call out the Australian military because uh, you've just given up to the barbarians, to the savages. You've just turned over your culture and your society to the savages. Police have defended their actions in arresting a man who carried an Israeli flag to a pro-Palestine rally in Sydney, quote, for his safety, end quote. As local tensions over the Israel-Gaza conflict boiled over on Monday, about a thousand people marched from Town Hall to Sydney's Opera House. You're familiar with the structure. Video of the protest appears to show the crowd at one point chanting anti-Semitic slogans. No kidding like beep the Jews and beep Israel. That's, uh, those are both, both the uh, F word. And uh, then gas the Jews. Let's not forget about gas the Jews. But we also got the, uh, we also got the, the, uh, the, the next one that I just uh, uh, quoted from there in the newspaper because this is a worldwide jihad. Uh, we, the United States of America, we've been standing on their necks since shortly after September 11th by going to their neighborhood and uh, bringing the fight to them from Afghanistan to a hotly debated issue to this day, Iraq, uh, taking to the fight the fight to the region where you can kill al-Qaeda and ISIS and, you know, there are multiple radical, radical Islamic jihad armies around the world from Indonesia and the Philippines to, you know, they're all over the place. And it's not just the Middle East. But uh, this was at the Sydney Opera House on, uh, and, on, on Monday. It's like, hey, Jews are being murdered. Let's rally up in a mob, in uh, a violent, threatening mob. And if you show up with an Israeli flag, you're in danger because Western civilization is under assault. I've got an idea. Let's stand up for Western civilization. The Sydney Opera House. Thank you.
And if you show up with an Israeli flag in Sydney, Australia, then you're the one that's arrested because Western civilization is not standing up for itself. And it's really out of political correctness and, uh, uh, you know, leftyism. It's about being a lefty. So that's, uh, that's the world we're living in, and it's time that people like you and me spoke up for civilization, which is under assault. Call me old-fashioned. But I believe that uh, one of the fundamental values of Western civilization, of any civilization, is free speech and your ability to express yourself. Um, and if the unpopular idea, which is what must be defended, is that you are pro-Israel, and that means you are in danger because of a violent mob, a threatening mob in Sydney, Australia, or any place else, then it is the duty of the government in Australia, of the police in Sydney, of the military if need be, to secure that one citizen that has an Israeli flag. Because the day you sacrifice that is the day that civilization goes up in a puff of smoke. You've just handed it over to the savages, and you can't hand it over to the savages. So, so that's, uh, that's a major issue, I've got to say. I think. Honestly. Now, the absurd media, on the other hand, is looking to uh, condemn Israel, blame Israel, and support the Biden administration, which is hapless and feckless and and uh, tragically ill-equipped to deal with this crisis, along with, um, and again, Joe Biden, the foreign policy expert. Now we have a major land war in Europe. Russia, nuclear power, invading Ukraine, which didn't happen under Donald Trump. Vlad the Impaler Putin. Um, and, and, and what do we have? Uh, we have Joe Biden killing the American energy industry, which benefits Putin and Russia, and benefits Iran and the Ayatollahs enormously and puts tens of billions in the pockets of Russia and of, of Iran, right, while cutting off our own nose to spite our face on the, on the energy front in the United States, something President Trump also had entirely under control. Uh, and uh, then we get war in the Middle East. Now, Keep a close eye on China because this might be a real good time to make a move on Taiwan. And uh, Joe Biden came out yesterday and, again, didn't mention Iran, who we all know is behind this, and they keep giving us doublespeak on all of that. Didn't mention Iran in his brief remarks and didn't take any questions because he doesn't feel obligated to be a responsible adult, a responsible leader of the nation or a world leader. Uh, just amazing. Just amazing stuff. All right, uh, Jeff. Let's take a uh, let's take a phone call. Let's go to um, let's. Uh, what we can't uh, take a phone call in. That's that uh, we're having some technical difficulties here today. We keep having technical difficulties here, don't we? I've noticed that we keep having technical difficulties. That's uh, that's for sure. But um, if if we can go to the phones, uh, number five. Let's go to uh, line number five. Manny. Calling from San Antonio, Texas, Manolo, you're on the uh, you're on the Chris Plant show. I hope. Yep, yeah. we've punched him up, but we're not getting Manny, huh? Is that what's happening there? Okay, 
Well, we're having technical difficulties. Sorry about that, Manny. Hang in there because we'll get to, to you. We're, we're working furiously on trying to straighten out our uh, many technical difficulties here today. Now, um, there are a great many examples of uh, the left here, and it's members of Congress, Democrat elected officials in Washington, members of Congress, and it is uh, Democrat mobs in the street, uh, the streets of New York, uh, and the streets of Washington, D.C., and they're all anti-Israel. They're all anti-Israel, which, again, the, the free democracy in the Middle East, where women have rights, where gay people are not hanged from cranes while mobs chant Allahu Akbar. It's the one liberal democracy in that region of the world. And why is it that the Democrats would be against that one nation, and nobody else. It's quite amazing. It's the demented version of political correctness and identity politics because they've declared the terrorists to be the victims and the people that run a functional democracy to be the victimizers. That's that's your Democrat party. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also, I should share with you a, um, a shift in sympathies, as it is often described, in the Middle East on the part of Democrats, because Democrats 10 years ago overwhelmingly supported Israel over what they call Palestine. There is no Palestine, but let's say the Palestinians. There are no Palestinians. Those are Arabs that, you know, maybe they could be taken in by their Arab neighbors, but their Arab neighbors don't want them. Now, here's the crazy thing. The Democrat Party in 2013 overwhelmingly supported Israel and did not support what they call Palestine um, uh, nearly as much. But that has completely flip-flopped in the last 10 years. And now, according to the Gallup polling organization, no slackers there. That's the real pollster gang there. And uh, according to the Gallup poll, after a decade in which Democrats have shown increasing affinity toward the Palestinians, their sympathies in the Middle East now lie more with the Palestinians than the Israelis. 49% of Democrats favor the Palestinians. Only 38% favor Israel. Hmm. So wait a minute. That's uh, 11 points more for the Palestinians. Than for Israel, this is as of earlier this year, and um, there it is. the uh, The shift is now complete for the Democrat Party. So the eleven percentage point increase over the past year in Democrat sympathies with the Palestinians. At the same time, the percentage sympathizing with the, the Israelis, thirty eight percent now, and those not uh, favoring a side, thirteen percent have reached new lows, but with Democrats favoring Israel only 38%, uh, that is a new low in the history of the Gallup poll. Isn't that amazing? You're a Democrat party. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Well, hang with us there. We've got a great deal to get to, and we're going to get to your calls. And and we're working out our technical difficulties with, with everything. It's everything that's not working? Absolutely everything. I'm the music uh, section today, too, uh, because 
The computer, she's a broke, she's a no good, she's a like a Joe Biden's a brain, she's a no work. That's a no good. So we got that going for us, but I can uh, still share with you a great wealth of information flowing in from around the world. And the uh, troglodytes are really on a tear here. They're on a march. They, um, the left here in the United States, along with their Islamist allies, are planning uh, nationwide protests on college campuses tomorrow because they're indoctrinating and brainwashing and marshalling an army of fanatics uh, who will also wage war against Western civilization, Western values, and in particular American values, as the left has been doing for quite some time already. There is a man named Khalid Mashal. Khalid Mashal, leader and founding member of Hamas, gave a speech calling on yesterday, calling on all Muslims uh, worldwide to show anger, especially next Friday, that's day after tomorrow, in Muslim countries and also along Muslim, among Muslim diaspora around the world. He called it the Friday of Al-Aqsa, the Friday of Al-Aqsa a reference to the farthest mosque in uh, Jerusalem, because the Holy War has been going on for centuries and centuries. We just walked into it, sort of uh, without being aware for the most part. So show anger, especially this Friday, in Muslim countries and Muslims all around the world should uh, demonstrate and display anger, because that's what we need more of. And uh, it calls for uh, protests and for other Arab nations to join in the war against Israel because it is a medieval holy war, make no mistake about it. When Democrat Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib was asked about uh, the decapitating of babies, um, she didn't have anything to say about that. She couldn't speak up about that. She was very emotional when uh, there were a couple of children in cages on our southern border, and she sobbed and cried. She was very emotional. But when uh, jihadis are decapitating uh, the baby Jews, uh, she has nothing to say about that because she's not on the side of civilization. She is a leftist. That's uh, the thing about her. A global day of jihad set for Friday. And in the United States, the left, and uh, you got the, the uh, Democratic Socialists, you know, Bernie Sanders and these left-wingers in the United States, organizing, orchestrating these rallies in the streets of New York and Washington and elsewhere. And uh, now, uh, gosh, this is, I think it's going to be even harder to get ammo this weekend than it was last weekend. What do you think? The ammo shortage is uh, going to be exacerbated by all of this. Pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, and, you know, they're disputing how many babies were decapitated, where the 40 babies were murdered, and there's video of the 40 murdered babies. Uh, they want to argue over how many were decapitated because that's the important point here when you're a leftist. It's, it's an amazing time. I think we're getting our technical train back on the track, which is good, and we'll come back to your calls and, and more madness, not just from the Middle East because the Democrats have provided me with plenty of madness from right here in the United States, too. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that 
Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord! We get it! They have chemistry! Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.